of praise one more time this evening. If you have your Bibles this evening, turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 2. When you get there, let's stand for the reading of God's Word this evening. Hebrews chapter 2, beginning in verse 1 right here. I'm going to preach a message tonight on giving heed to the things that the things what we need to give heed to see i think a lot of times we pay attention to things that we shouldn't be paying attention to and we miss out on and we find ourselves in messes and troubles if you will if we just give heed to the things of god we'd be in much better shape hebrews chapter 2 Beginning in verse 1, we'll read the first four verses. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the words spoken by angels were steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and the gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. Now go back to verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Talking about the gospel. Least any time we should let them slip. I'm going to speak to you tonight on giving the heed to the things we have heard. Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, tonight, dear God. We lift you up, O oh God, and we ask for your anointing. We ask for your blessings, O oh God, tonight on this service, Lord, that you have your way, Lord. Put your words inside of me, dear God, that what you would have me to say, O oh Lord, tonight, God. Let your words move through this community and this church, dear God, in the airways through Facebook, dear God, this evening, Lord. We honor you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. You see, I found out a lot of times many people do not like to pay attention to things. And that's the reason many times many get things mixed up, their information mixed up because they don't really pay attention to what is being said or what is before them. It's, in other words, they're not giving heed to what is presented before them. And, you, and if we take that route with the word of God we're going to find ourselves beginning to slip if we don't pay attention to what God is saying in our spiritual life if we don't if we begin to neglect the spiritual things in our, our, our lives our spiritual lives and the word of God and prayer and things and church attendance it ain't going to be long that somebody's going to find themselves beginning to slip away if you will you can look even even in the Old Testament of what God had to say in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 he said my people are destroyed 
for a lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That you shall be no priest to me, seeing you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. You see, I believe just what God spoke to Hosea right there about his people is the same problem that we have today is people have rejected knowledge. And what knowledge are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about the Word of God, if you will. And it ain't the reason they reject it is because of ignorance. This kind of rejection I'm talking about is a willful rejection of the Word of God where they just throw it to the side and we begin to see what has happened in our nation in the world today because of the rejection of the word of God because we rejected God and we rejected his words we see the mess that we find ourselves in in a society today you see the, the ones God talked about in Hosea right there willfully rejected the law of God they willfully rejected the knowledge it wasn't that knowledge wasn't present they just didn't want to pay no attention to it they just didn't want to listen to it if you will you see that's what's happening this evening it ain't that the word of God ain't being preached in many cases it's that people just don't want to hear what God is saying it's just that people don't want to hear what the word of God is in this day I begin to think about most people want to hear a self fulfilling message that makes them happy but I'm telling you if the message needs to be preached in this hour it is a message of repentance it is a message of getting things right with God the message of holiness must still go out the message of being right with God must still be presented today but most people would reject that message because they're happy in their sins they don't want a God that makes them turn from sin they don't want to have a Jesus that convicts them of their sin they want a Jesus that will live them let them live any old way like they want to live well I got news for you tonight honey. If, the G, if the Jesus you serve ain't the Jesus of the Bible let me tell you that he ain't Jesus amen let me tell you if you got a Jesus that lets you live like a devil if you got a Jesus that lets you have a swig if you got a Jesus that lets you gossip if you got a Jesus that lets you curse if you got a Jesus that lets you live however you want to get to I want you to know that ain't the Jesus that the Bible presents I want you to know the Jesus that the Bible presents is a Jesus that convicts of sin I want you to know the Jesus that the Bible presents is a Jesus that is holy. I want you to know this word is still the same. I want you to know this same Jesus. Just how he was, we read in the scripture, it's how he still viewed things in the night. My Lord, but people don't want to pay attention to what the word of God is saying. Many don't want to hear the 
said the Lord. They want to hear what they want to hear and be satisfied in their sin today. There's a willful rejection of God's Word. And we want to know why churches are being destroyed. Dare I even say this, many of them don't even preach the full gospel anymore. Many of them don't even preach on holiness and right living anymore. Many of them don't even preach the baptism of the Holy Ghost anymore. But I'll tell you, I still believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I still believe in the doctrine of divine healing. I still believe in speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. I still believe in that Pentecostal power. And I still believe what this Word says to be holy. I still believe in a word that many don't even want to hear it much preached anymore. Even in some of our Pentecostal circles. The word sanctification. How many know that word still biblical as it always has been? How many know sanctification is still as biblical as it was back then? But we don't want to hear it. We want to neglect these things. People want to neglect these things. Let me tell you. We see and they want to give hear the things heed to the wrong things well we see right here the writer of Hebrews the Holy Spirit was making it out to be like this he was getting to a point right here the Holy Spirit was that we got to give heed more earnest heed to the things that we've heard in other words we got to give more earnest heed to the gospel you see a lot of people want to hear the wrong things instead of the right things. In other words, they want to give ear to what? The wrong instead of the right. They want to hear what's presented to them, if you will. See, think about it. What are, they pay attention to the things they shouldn't be paying attention to. For example, some people will listen to gossip. Hello. Man, they'll pay attention to gossip, but, gossip, but they won't hear what thus said the Lord. But they'll hear something about a neighbor that ain't even true. Hello. Hello, gossip is the devil's tool. Hello, you bet if somebody, the lies of the devil. But people pay attention to that because it's juicy. And it's sad because a lot of people, even in churches, they want to hear the lowdown, even though it may not be true. What did so and so do? Won't you be praying? Well, quit worrying about what they did and start praying for them. Hello, hello, won't you start worrying about what they done and let God do the convicting. If they done it, if they didn't do it, then somebody needs to repent of the gossip. But people will listen to that. They want to hear the little itching ears, want to hear something. They pay attention to something they shouldn't be paying attention to. Let me just tell you real quick, if they'll gossip about somebody else, they'll gossip about you. But I'll tell you, people pay attention to the wrong things today. We even see the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 4 and 1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So what we see here, again, is we see that even the, apostle, the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul was telling us that in the last days people would start listening, paying attention to these seducing spirits. They wouldn't be paying attention to the Word of God. 
He brought that out. They wouldn't be giving heed to what God is saying. They're only listening to doctrines of devils. Because it's pleasant to their ears. It feels good. It sounds good. In other words, they're going to pay attention to things they should not be paying attention to. It's what happened in the Galatian church a little bit. There was false teachers that were in the Galatian church. Remember what the apostle wrote right here in Galatians 1 and 6. I marvel that you are soon removed from him who called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Then he goes on in Galatians 3 and 1. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. What was, who had bewitched them? False teachers had. But the Galatian church had to give heed to that. And they were removed, had come to a part where they had been removed from the truth. Paul said, who bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? See, they should have knew the truth. But you know what the problem was? They started listening and giving heed to things they should not be giving heed to. We can move on. And see also how the Apostle Paul warned us of dogs. Philippians 3 and 2. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of conscience. The word dog in Greek is kuon, which describes dangerous dogs that roam the countryside. They were known for being wild, uncontrollable, wandering, Nomadic collection of diseased dogs that tried to get into people's houses and gardens in search of, of food. And Paul compares these people to these dogs, if you will. Paul knew these type of people. These leaders posed a real danger. Like the wandering and the diseased dog. He knew that these leaders, if they had a chance, they would rip up the Word of God, dismember it, and refashion it to their own design. He knew that they were dangerous. It's why Paul and early church leaders raised their voices of danger. Listen. What happened to the Galatian church is what happens to a lot of people. They start taking in the wrong thing. They start giving heed to messages that is not biblical. I want you to think about this. You begin to, let's go back to the gossip thing. You begin to think, take it in, it's going to begin to come out of you. If you start listening to someone's gossip and you begin to pay heed to it, how many know that gossip is going to start affecting you? You're going to start believing it about that person even though it may not be true. That's the reason I say, be careful what you... <laughs> I listen to half of what I hear. <laughs> when you start talking about someone else, what someone else, second or third sources, <laughs> listen... A lot of times it's just old, good old, 
that gossip line going through. There ain't a bit of truth. But if you start taking stuff like that in, it ain't going to be long until you're affected by it. It will affect your outlook. It will affect your view on someone. You see, this is what happened to the Galatian church. They begin to take heed to these dogs, if you will. They begin to listen and pay attention and to what these false teachers had come and they had been removed from the truth. And I'm telling you today, we can look around at the world today and let me tell you, people are taking things in that they don't need to be taken in. They're paying attention to things they should not be paying attention to. Certain things I told you this morning, certain ones come on TV, I turned, I don't listen to. When Pouchy comes on, click. <laughs> I call him Pinocchio. Because if his nose grown every time he lied, he'd be around the world. Some of these politicians, the majority of them, listen. I don't listen. I turn them off. Some of these news channels, I'm not taking in their garbage. I don't want their filth in me. Because let me tell you what a lot of them's propagating right now. Fear. Fear. People are giving heed to this. People are giving heed. I don't deny there's a real virus. But I'm telling you like I told you this morning. People's got it. Mistaken. What the fear. They're fearing dying. Well, I got news for everybody. Unless the Lord comes for his church, every one of us is going to pass. Well, let me tell you what I tell you. That ain't what you need, people need to be fearing. They need to fear where they're going to spend eternity. If people feared hell as much as they did what's going on right now, well, I'm telling you, these churches would be full and altars would be packed out. See, they ain't fearing what's right. They're not got no fear of God for them. Fearing everything else, they're taking things in. Our kids are being indoctrinated with doctrines of devils. That's the reason even in our elementary schools, even here in Pennsylvania, the satanic clothing thing. Florida, they allowed an elementary school to go to a gay bar. Then in one state, they had that drag queen thing for the principal. My Lord, write Inkabod on it. My Lord, help us today. People are taking us in. They're paying attention to things they should not be paying attention to. And let me tell you, church, there's a lot in the church that are listening to things they should not be listening to. I'm telling you, it's time to get our ears in tune. And it's time we start paying heed, more earnest heed to the things of God than the things of the world. It's time we start giving ear to hearing, Thus said the Lord, not what thus said Pouchy, not what thus said Biden, but I want to hear thus said the Lord. My Lord, help us tonight that I get my ears in tune, that I pay more earnest attention to what God is saying and not what man is saying tonight. Amen. Quit listening to the devil too. 
Quit, look, quit heeding to the devil. The devil's a liar. And the father of them, he's a murderer. Thief. Told you this morning, he works through deceitment. A lie. With his little trick-or-treats. But people are paying attention to him. They're listening to what he's got to say. Instead of what God's got to say. I tell you, how many would listen to somebody that said they're going to try to overthrow God? What would you say to somebody that somebody, if Ashley back there said, let's get rid of rebellion against God, what would you tell Ashley? You're crazy. I ain't going to listen to you. But ain't that in essence what a lot of people do when they listen to what the devil's saying? They're listening to a nutcase that says he's going to overthrow God. Let me tell you, he didn't do it the first time and he ain't going to do it again. He ain't going to sit next time when he tries it again either. But we're listening, we're taking in the wrong things, folks. We're taking in the wrong things in this last day and hour. And we're not giving heed to what God's Word. We're not putting our ears in tune to hear and thus said the Lord. And let me tell you tonight, if you don't believe God speaks, then your ears are closed. Because I can show you through the Scripture where God speaks. How many know in the seven churches? In every church, Jesus said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. That tells me when He says, let him have an ear, that somebody's speaking. Who's speaking? The Holy Spirit of God. And let me tell you, when they begin to hear, we ain't listening. Many people ain't listening. They're paying attention to everything else. Paying attention to this. Let me just say this real quick. Let me tell you in this day I found out, people are going to. They're going pro like in Noah's day, but they ain't paying attention to what's coming. Hello, how many know they were going through their everyday business? They were eating and drinking and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And guess what happened when he entered into the ark? The rain come. Jesus said it would be like that when the day that the Son of Man come again. What it tells me, he's, let me tell you, Noah warned. Noah showed a testimony of building the ark. He was a preacher of righteousness. He warned, but they would not listen. They went about every day doing their own thing and not giving heed to God's word, to the message. Oh, what are you saying, preacher? I'm telling you, people are going to and pro today. People are going living their life. People are eating, drinking, giving in marriage. But they're not here, see, they're not listening to what God's saying. They're not hearing, thus said the Lord. Because I'll tell you, the message of this hour is, Jesus is coming. Get things right. Get prepared for the bridegroom is coming. In an hour you think not. My Lord, if we can't look around and see what's going on, we people just ain't hidden to what God's saying. Look at the signs of the times. Let me reiterate this. What Facebook under their new company is going to do, I'm telling you, they're trying to play God with these hologram things. 
How many, I told you this morning I got to get more info, but they're planning on starting the construction of a one world religious building in the Middle East. Oh, you tell me that ain't prophetic. You tell me, but people ain't paying attention. They're going on and on and on and on just in their normal routine, not knowing that any moment, that any time, boom, he could show. You people ain't listening. I got to say this. I wonder how many is trick or treating tonight instead of being in the house of God. Wake up. It's a sad shape. It's a sad sign when there's more cars in the church, uh, church parking lot for truck or treat than they are for services. God help us. People ain't listening. They ain't paid one bit of attention what COVID was telling people. You know what COVID was saying? Get ready. Pestilence diseases here. They ain't listening to what God's saying. Better get ready. They ain't listening to everything. They see things happening. They ain't paying attention. They're not giving heed. They're paying attention to everything else but what they should be. They're listening to things they shouldn't be listening to. They're more worried about this or that than they are what's really important. I'm telling you, we better get our ears in tune. We better find out where our focus is at. Where our attention is at. We better start getting our, giving heed to what God's saying. See, tonight I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that are giving heed to the bad report instead of what the report of God says. Just like Israel old. How many know they didn't pay attention to what Joshua and Caleb said, but they paid attention to what the bad report said? I want somebody in here to know that you may be going through a battle. You may be going through a storm, but I want you to know it ain't the end. Because God, you need to hear the report of God. And you need to put it in the hands of God tonight. And if you put it in His hands, He'll take care of you and He'll bring you through it. Don't listen to what the devil is saying. Don't listen to what that old slimy serpent, lying thief, mangy maggot, ugly looking thing is. He's a liar. I'm telling you, I believe the report of God, not the report of man. I ain't believing the bad report. I believe in what God's saying. Oh, Lord, we got to give heed to what God said. In other words, I'm telling you, we don't neglect our spiritual life. This is the problem. We're listening to, people are listening to everything else. And they're bobbling along in the ocean. And guess what happens when you start bobbling along? You're going to start drifting. You're going to drift further and further away until you're gone. Similar to one's spiritual life. If you neglect a spiritual life, you're going to drift. You're going to drift away from God. You're going to find yourself in some trouble along the path. You're going to find yourself back in the world, if you will. Because you neglected. You didn't give more earnest heed to God's Word. What the Holy Spirit is telling us, simply right here, is you need 
to pay attention to your spiritual life. That's what he's saying. You need to pay attention to your spiritual life. And I'll tell everybody in here, every one of us needs to pay attention to it. I need to pay attention to it. You need to pay attention to it. We can't treat this thing careless. Remember what verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him. It's possible to neglect it. How do we neglect it? Treating it lightly. We neglect our time with God. We neglect spending time in the Word. We neglect prayer in our homes. We neglect the house of God. We neglect everything. How can we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? We neglect our walk with Christ, what it points out to. How can we? The Holy Spirit is trying to get to a point and say, you need to give heed to your spiritual life. You need to pay attention to where you stand. You need to examine yourself. Think about what the Apostle Paul the Holy Spirit said through the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know you not your own self. How that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates, rejected. Examination. Think about what you do when you go to a doctor. What does, what does he do when he examines you? He checks your heart. He checks your temperature. He checks your eyes. He checks your breathing. He checks your ears. So I ask you, what kind of spiritual temperature do you have? I ask you, where's your heart at? I ask you, where's your affections at? I ask you, where's your treasure? What you living for tonight? There's how you examine yourself. Think about it. I ask you, what kind of things are you listening to? And what kind of things are you taking in or giving heed to? My gosh, help us. Because a lot of people ain't where they need to be. We can't expect the world to get in better shape until the church gets in better shape. Revival's got to begin in the house of God before it goes to the world, folks. We believe Jesus is coming. If we believe we're this close and we're hungry for Jesus, let me tell you, He's going to be number one. He's going to be priority in my life. My eyes are fixed on Him. I'm going to give heed to what He says, not what the world's saying. I don't have to answer to the world. I don't have to stand before the President of the United States on Judgment Day. I don't have to stand before the Supreme Court of the United States, but I do have to stand before the Supreme Judge of the universe. I do have to stand before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. My Lord, let me tell you tonight, 
If you're trying to please others, let me tell you, quit trying to please others because it'll never happen and just worry about pleasing God. I've been preaching on, let's see, well, it's 20, going on 22 years now, pastoring almost 15, 16 years, and the one thing I learned was just to please God and don't please men. Because if I please men, I can't please God. And I'd rather have God standing with me than man. But I'm telling you, people are listening to the wrong things. They're taking in they ain't where they need to be. With God, they're giving heed, paying attention to things they shouldn't. Why at the same time, when the Word's being preached, cutting their fingernails, balancing their checkbooks, got their mind elsewhere, don't even think about it at home. They'll turn on the football game, get on their Facebook, and listen. Not even think about spending time with God. Telling you days are growing evil. And if there's been a time you need to make sure things are right with God, where you at right now is the time. It ain't a time to be playing games. It's a time to get serious. Oh, Lord, help us tonight. But I'm afraid that many are going to find themselves like the five foolish virgins because they neglected. Matthew 25, 1-13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be like unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tearing, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go you out to meet him. Then all of those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go you rather to them who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they who were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Tells me, both had lamps. <laughs> but the wise is the only ones that had oil in it. What happened? I believe the foolish neglected it. Because there wasn't no oil, guess what happened? They went out to buy. Guess who came? The bridegroom closed the door on them. Let me tell you, they, th they thought they were ready, but they wasn't. See, there's a lot of people tonight that think they're right with God when they're not. I don't care how many Facebook posts you put on Facebook, that don't save you, honey. They, some people got a Facebook Christianity. Tell you what Titus says. 
the book of Titus. Titus 1 and 16, they profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work, reprobate. In other words, what, what that book was saying right there in Titus, he said there's a lot of people who profess to know God with their mouths, but with their actions they deny God. They're abominable. Why do you think Jesus said, not everyone said, Lord, Lord, unto me shall enter into the kingdom of God. He said, there'll be some that would say, Lord, Lord, have we not done these works? Have we not cast out devils? Have we not done this? We had not done He never would deny their wonderful works, but he said, I'll tell these people, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Let me tell you, there's some people that started out right, but they ain't gotten, but they've neglected their walk with God. And they're drifted back into the world. They ain't paid attention to what God was saying. I'm telling you, anything in this last hour this preacher needs to do, all preachers need to do, we need to preach with, with so much conviction upon us. Don't worry about offending somebody. Worry about where they're going to spend eternity at. And I'm telling you, I know how close, it just struck me some of the things. <laughs> I've been seeing how close we are to the coming of the Lord. How close we are to eternity tonight. And my Lord, I, it, it bugs me that some people can't grab a hold of it. You want to just sometimes, my brother, sometimes you're the closest one, mama. Sometimes I don't know. I just want to grab somebody and say, don't you know how close you are? You can't see it. Don't you know how close you are to eternity? Listen to me tonight. If COVID has showed me one thing, it has showed me how close we all are to eternity. Man, I've known people the past from it. Know a young man that when I pastored in North Carolina, it still seems unreal when I went to North Carolina. He wasn't but 30-some years old. We shared the same birthday. He was what we'd call the three musketeers. All of us was born on a, the three wise men, what was called on ourselves, born on April the 26th. But we bur they buried him just a little bit over a month ago. COVID. Thank God he didn't cry out to God, they said in the ambulance. Called upon the name of the Lord. That gave me some peace right there. But I'll tell you, he wasn't but 30-some years old. It, it still breaks my heart today to even think about him. But I can rejoice knowing he did call out to the Lord what I was told. But I'll tell you what it showed me. It didn't matter how old you was or how young you was. There's another young man. I didn't know as well, but I know him a little bit in Robbinsville. He, he was probably about the same age, maybe a little younger. Also passed away from it. Oh, Lord, if COVID showed me anything, it showed me we better be right with God. 
We better be listening to what God's saying and paying attention to thus said the Lord, not be paying attention to what man says, what your flesh is saying, what the devil's saying, what the world's saying. We need to have our ears in tune. Oh, we need to have our ears in tune with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. People, so they not got their ears where they need to be. They're giving heed to other things other than the words of God. Quit listening to other things and just start listening to God. We'll be better off. We'll be a whole lot better off if we put our ears in tune with the King. But there's a lot that ain't ready. There's a lot that plays around with God. They're going to find themselves like the five foolish virgins. Shut out. What happens? The Bible says, at least they slip. When you don't give heed to God's Word, you're going to start slipping. Be like a ring that slips off a finger. Or a ship that misses the harbor. Think about it. You're inviting trouble. Let me tell you, the world don't know trouble. Hell's what trouble is. Listen. But I'll tell you tonight, the devil's wanting to try to direct people's attention somewhere else. Marcy, you can get ready to come. The devil wants to cloud your mind. He wants to cloud my mind. He wants to cloud your mind. He wants to cloud your mind, those that are listening. Till we're not thinking properly. We're giving heed to Him. And if we keep listening to Him, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. We're going to slip. We're going to slip, if you will. And I'm afraid that there's going to be some that slip, and I pray that there's not no one under it ever sits in my ministry. That slips. Because I don't want to find nobody that I ever pastored, nobody I ever come in contact with, find themselves in the position that the five foolish virgins found themselves into. Where did they find themselves? The bridegroom come, the door was what? Closed. It was shut. Notice who closed the door. It was the bridegroom. Like who closed the door on Noah's ark? God closed the door. Only God could open and only God could close that door. Man, can I tell you why God did it? Because the door would have probably let people in. God said they had enough time. God said these had enough time. But when they come back, the door was closed. Let us in, let us in. The bridegroom said, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Day of judgment. I don't, Jesus, they're going to say, let us in, let us in, I bet you. I don't know who you are. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. Be a lot of people who thought they were ready for the rapture, who were ready for the coming of the Lord. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're going to find themselves in the same position. See, the Bible tells us 
1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken, or drunken in the night. What type of sleep Paul was talking about right here was a stupor sleep. The state of unconsciousness, of incivility. There's a spirit behind it. They ain't really paying attention to what's going on. And if people ain't careful, you're going to find yourself in that position. How do we keep ourselves from that? We got to set ourselves to seek the face of God. Let me tell you, God ain't going to make you seek Him. You're going to have to set yourself to seek Him. How many know? I'm going to just tell you the truth. There's times when this flesh don't feel like preaching. There's times when this flesh don't feel like opening his Bible. There's times this flesh don't feel like praying. There's been times even the flesh didn't feel like going to church. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But guess what? I had to crucify the flesh. <laughs> I had to crucify the flesh. There's going to be times where you don't feel like it. That, don't, you, that means we're going to have to make ourselves do it. We're going to have to make ourselves get up and come. I found out sometimes Saturday nights is my hardest night to sleep sometimes. And man, the time to get up on Sunday mornings is when it seems like I'm doing my best snoozing. And I think, can I have about two more hours, three more hours around here? Guess what? No, 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 no. I got to get up. I've got to go do God's work. I got to go be a spokesman. I got to speak His Word. There's been times maybe I didn't feel like going, getting down in the altar and praying, but I had, and I had to. That's what I'm talking about, setting your affections. You've got to set your affections. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. I can't make you do it. You've got to do it. You've got to be the one that gets something, does it? you got to give heed to what I'm saying tonight. I'm just giving you what God's told me to tell you. If you don't give heed, that's between you and God. When a preacher preaches the word and you don't listen, throw it out, it's you and God at that point. But I'm telling you, people are literally not in tune with thus said the Lord. Listen to everything else. See, what you need to do is what people need to do is they need to start setting their affections on God. Set your affections on things above, not on things below. How many know this world's temporary? Set your affections. Look not to the things of this world. I look at the unseen. The unseen are eternal. The things that are seen they're temporal. That's what Paul's talking about. Let me tell you, we got to put our affections on him tonight. I'm telling you, we got to give heed to him more than anything else. And God will bless. God will do the rest. How many would say tonight, preacher, I need a, if you can stand it here this evening. How many would say, preacher, I need to move God in my life. 
I need to get some things in order. I need to give heed to what you're telling me. I need to give heed to God. Not you. Pre- I need to give heed to God's Word. I need to give heed to God. Lord, help me be in tune with you. Lord, let me get out of the way. Quit listening to things I shouldn't be listening to and start listening to what God is saying. Lord, help me get in tune with you tonight. Let me hear what thus said the Lord, not what thus said man, thus said the devil. Let me ask somebody in here tonight, is there one in here that would say, Preacher, I need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Is there one in here? Anybody up a lift of hand tonight? Is there one in here that says, Preacher, I need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Is there one tonight? Is there one? Is there one that would say, I'm not where I need to be with God tonight? Is there one that said, I'm not where I need to be with God tonight? I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I'm not where I once was. I've slipped. Is there one in here tonight? Anybody for a lift of hand? Is there others? Tonight I'm going to give this altar call like this then. You and God know where you stand. I want to invite you up here because I'm telling you, every one of us in these altars, where you're at or in this altar, we could give heed to God more than we, we do. We need to learn to get in tune with God. We need to get it back like it once was. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We'll see those online Wednesday evening. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
my God is standing right next to you. He's with us now. Our Lord, he's in the midst. He's in the midst of the storm. He's in the valley you walk through. 